0: Welcome everybody to the Marvel Guys podcast. As always, I am your host Jordan and on my left is Spencer. Oh. Welcome to the show. Oh. What what's what's
1: today's topic? This is this is interesting. All right. Uh we we're, we're doing preview for we're
0: previewing What's the show called again?
1: The Falcon and the Winter Soldier
0: or cap like i call it
1: or cap like you call it
0: the falcon and the winter soldier yeah we have episode six season finale coming up i'm excited
1: i'm very very excited i'm also excited for another reason though
0: uh yeah 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 yeah.
1: listeners of the podcast that have gone back or been with us since day one have known that uh, at one point in time, I was like writing a little comic series uh, featuring the Marvel Knights and the Fantastic Four. Uh, We kind of stopped because there's obviously like WandaVisions going on at that time, like right when when it was kind of getting hot and heavy with that Uh, WandaVision created, like started and then we rolled right into this. Uh, But I have now outlined the finale. For that series, so awesome. At some point, we will get right back into it.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we begin this episode, uh, thank you everybody for your support. Uh, I hope you like and subscribe and share and comments and all that for us. Anytime you can leave a rating for us, it helps us a lot. Uh, But we're super excited to get into this episode. We have a season finale. The last time we had a season finale. Uh, fun. We got up really early or you you stayed up all night oh, was, and we enjoyed WandaVision. This time we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out at whatever, 2.30 in the morning, <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. it is Disney does. But we're going to bring you the episode on Friday and in the morning. So if you watch it Friday and you're like, man, I really want to listen to a bunch of people talk about this thing because I'm so excited. That's exactly how I am. Uh, we will have it out for you guys ASAP once that thing airs, yeah, so we're looking forward to that.
1: Very much so. That uh, that one division finale that was a uh, that took a lot, man. I was, was like, tough. actually drained. <laughs> I like.
0: was really tired. <laughs> we'll have a little bit more energy this time. We're gonna do it around nine a.m. So yeah, we have a finale to talk about, and there's a lot of different ways that this thing is going right now. So when we left off the last episode, all of our characters were doing something different. They had a different priority. New York seems to be the place where the action is happening right now. And when I talk about right now, that means the Flag Smashers and Batrock and the GRC are all in one spot there together. And, of course, we have uh, Bucky that has been told by Sam, hey, you've got to go make amends, not avenge. Mm. And then, of course, we have... Uh, Torres, who still has those wings that Sam left with him. And Sam is back home with his Wakandan mystery box. <laughs> and everybody's in a different spot right now. And they pretty much all kind of have to be at the, either in the same spot or converging towards the same spot by the time this finale hits and we get our, our last hour or so of entertainment so we're going to kind of walk through where these characters are at where we think they're going to end up by the end of the episode and moving forward so without further ado let's start with the main two characters here Mm. and we'll go with uh seniority here by many 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 years Mm. uh james buchanan Buchanan, bucky (laughs) white (laughs) wolf let's go with james bucky barnes
1: yeah um just where we see him going at the end. Yeah,
0: the as, as we left off last time, mm-hmm. it seems like he's he's left to make amends with something he's been avoiding.
1: Yeah, I think um I think all ends well w- with him. I, I like I think he he makes his amends uh and I think that those amends would be with Nakajima 100%. Uh we've kind of talked about that I think a little bit but like not 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 anything crazy but uh yeah i think i think he makes amends um and i think also because of that he kind of uh he grows like he becomes kind of like his own man in a sense like he's not like running from being the winter soldier anymore and he's not like that's not eating him anymore One thing to point out, I think, from episode five that I thought was really cool is everything, like every moment that we've seen with with him in the show where he's like sleeping, he's by himself and he's having nightmares. But in the last episode we saw him, he was sleeping at Sam's house and he woke up like he actually had a good night's sleep. He didn't have a nightmare. He woke up and he was like actually happy. So I think that trajectory continues.
0: Remember what he woke up to?
1: He, with the nephews playing with the shield.
0: Yeah, which was yeah. almost a direct correlation to when he woke up in Wakanda. Right. Looked outside, and you know the kids of Wakanda were playing with the shield, and White Wolf. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. could hear him uh, speaking about him, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think we're we're on the same track here. Uh, he's gonna go tell them that he killed his son. Yeah. I think we we're all you know it just makes too much sense that's the storyline that they set up early on and that's going to be a really sad powerful scene I'm very intrigued to see how he takes it Uh, I mean I would assume that he's going to you know be in tears but almost relieved that he could finally move on with his life and I hope that he can forgive Bucky for that even though you know it wasn't Bucky as we know him it's still we've seen what vengeance for uh, parents or siblings or kids can do to somebody in yeah. Civil War. And yeah. that was with somebody who is uh, very respectful of Bucky's best friend, Cap. Mm. So this is a guy that is now good friends, in a way, with Bucky, though he hasn't seen him in a little bit now. So I'm very interested to see how he takes it. And like you said, does Bucky grow from this? And Like, is his therapist still in play here? She probably might have another moment. Maybe the series ends with, you know, a therapy scene or something, I don't know. But we need to see, we need to see Bucky evolve into whatever it is he is next. Mm -hmm. And that's the main thing we talked about in the series preview, you know, circle back to the beginning was what's his journey? Well, his journey is finding peace, right? Yeah. And the first way he's gonna find peace and of course he was directed by you know counselor Sam um, you have to make amends and the one last thing he has to do is to go tell him that hey I was the one that did it it wasn't me I am so you know incredibly sorry but I needed to tell you mm-hmm. and that seems gonna hit really hard so definitely definitely can't wait to see how that works um, and then I think we're gonna see one of the best fighting, you know, scenes that Bucky's ever gonna give us because yeah. I think he's gonna be clear-minded. I'm curious though. Do you think the arm is malfunctioning still from that fight? Do you think it's a little messed up, or do you think that was a momentary? Spasm? No,
1: I think that was. Uh, I think it was just the Wakandans proving that like you know, we created that arm, so like we're the ones that can shut that down.
0: Well, he had in the fight with John Walker, it it malfunctioned. It kind of, well, it glitched.
1: It's, it's possible. Um,
0: but it was an electricity thing as well. I don't know if the electricity yeah. came necessarily from the actual arm or from the thing that he ran into. I can't remember what exactly he was thrown in. I think yeah. it like
1: hit off of something too. Yeah. So I mean, it could be could be damaged, but um, uh, he also. Got the gift from the Wakandans, so I would assume that maybe it's fixed. And, and it's maybe fine. they
0: ran some, you yeah. know, like system updates or I mean, something. System update, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think it's possible he gets a new arm by the end of the series? Um, For merchandise purposes?
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I wouldn't count it out in, uh, overall for his character going forward because I think he is going to have one. He's going to be one of those characters that continues on for sure. Like we're going to see him down the line.
0: Yeah. I think we could see a little bit of a change of of apparel mm-hmm. moving forward.
1: Because um, he's been wearing wh- what's interesting is he's been wearing like very dark things mm-hmm. because of his dark past. So it'd be interesting if he like switched it up and was like wearing something like blue or or something. Because like well, in what's the, the original of dark. If he was wearing a white wolf yeah. <laughs> costume, that would be that'd be kind of interesting.
0: I and, wouldn't rule cool. it out. The only reason I. <clears throat> Don't know if it's possible. This episode, as she said, make yourself scarce yeah. in Wakanda. Ao did, yeah. And so I don't know if we're gonna see Bucky and Wakanda anytime soon because they're kind of ticked at him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think that's the journey that we're gonna see Bucky take. And by the end of this series, we will see a more at peace Bucky, and a Bucky that knows how to wield the shield, but will step aside for the next person we talk about, which is Sam Wilson. He is left off in Louisiana with the box from Wakanda, and he's opening it Mm -hmm. as the end credits roll. Please stand by. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what everybody's thinking, and I think what we both think, is this is a suit from Wakanda made out of vibranium or some kind of vibranium alloy, maybe adamantium as well. Who knows? But it's a suit.
1: Yeah, I would assume maybe it's got some of that same like Black Panther type tech with the suit um where like he can like kind of harness energy with it and then like use it. Yeah. So that that would be that would be interesting because he's not a super soldier and I think that they know that they're fighting super soldiers so it's like, well, how can we kind of help him out? Yes. Give him a give him something to work with.
0: He needs the best tech right. because he's not fit Exactly. to roll with the, the heavyweights, yeah. unless he does have that. Uh, I'm int- intrigued, I guess, to see, does he just, like, get it right away? Or does it is there a learning curve throughout the episode for this new tech he has? You know, when he's in a fight, is he going to be, like, trying to do something and it'll take him an extra couple seconds because he's not quite used to it yet? Like, his upside is obviously increased with Wakandan tech on him. mm mm-hmm. But maybe for this episode, he's, he's gonna have moments where he's like, I don't even know, I don't know how to use this thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, kind of how Iron Man was throughout his whole series and Spider-Man when he first got his um, tech suit from, from <laughs> Tony. And uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll be intrigued to see if there's moments where he's like almost about to die because <laughs> he can't like let something out of his suit. Maybe his like bullets or, or bombs or something that release from the suit and he doesn't know how to get them out. Uh, that should be a fun moment if it happens. He, at this point, I, I think it's safe to say he's our next, our, the people's next Captain America.
1: The people's champ. Yeah. he's Yeah, for sure. 100%. I think he will be the cap at the end of the show, too. Yeah. um, Like, we'll get into that later with, you know, like a rundown of what we think will happen. But, like, yeah, sure. I definitely see him being cap, like the cap at the end of the show.
0: Do you think... So, do you think 100% he has wings on his suit? It's it's possible,
1: but I don't think it's, like, necessary for his suit, if that makes
0: sense. Okay. Uh, I, th- I think he will have the wings. Um, are you seeing, like, red, white, and blue emphasis more on the blue, probably, or emphasis more on the red, or... Emphasis more on the white. On the white. Okay. Yeah.
1: Because the thing that i thought was interesting about john walker's captain america is that there is no white and white on the flag represents like purity in a way in a way that white represents what white usually represents which is like a, a purity pureness of the soul yeah. stuff like that in like poetic terms but like um yeah there there's zero white on on his uh costume so for me uh i would like to see a little like I, and in fact i think the sam wilson cap actually is predominantly like a more white costume like in the chest area yeah so um I it, i think it'll look something similar to that for sure
0: do you think the wakandans added a place for his shield on the suit
1: that'd be interesting
0: i think they would because he he can't like carry it everywhere right even cap had to throw it on his back sometimes
1: yeah um but the thing is is this is where we get into that territory of like what is it made of now because if it's made of adamantium then maybe they don't know that much you know what i mean maybe they do maybe they don't but like if it's made of vibranium, sure, like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, if it's made of adamantium, what happens if they create something for a vibranium shield and it doesn't work because it's adamantium? You yeah. Know? Like, that would be interesting. But uh, I think that's where that, an- that gets answered because if we see him put it on his back and it just, like, you know, there's Seamlessly, some random seamless yeah.
0: magnet-type
1: situation going on, then we kind of know
0: it's vibranium. Yeah, I wonder if they could even incorporate something where it, like, sinks into the suit Mm, you know i I'd don't be... know um i'm i'm excited to see it because that that suit's gonna be pretty cool and, and similarly like if he's getting a new suit i feel like bucky just has to get one at some point here like yeah. he's due for an upgrade yeah. the guy's had almost no changes to his outfit for 108 years or whatever it is
1: well, the thing that's interesting about bucky though about is that he's got he'll be reconciling all this stuff right what, what does he do afterwards? You know, like does he just kind of like live his life? Does he like well? What, what happens with him? Because he still has a lot left. You know, like he can still do a lot more. Is he gonna just be like there for Sam when needed, or is he just gonna be kind of chilling, yeah, like tired
0: situation? There were some interesting comments that Sebastian said. Uh, I think he deserves to rest mm-hmm. because of all he's been through. Now, who cares <laughs> that right. has nothing to right. do with what's it, actually yeah. going to happen yeah. but when the actor speaks you kind of have to listen and uh, yeah I don't know it, it seems like he's been around since the beginning so he, he could go at any moment and that is a question that we'll address later on um, as far as his immediate uh, lifespan <laughs> uh, but yeah that's a good question we'll, I guess we'll figure that out and whatever happens in this episode is going to be a major factor towards, you know, where that takes us cuz yeah, he can't go to Wakanda right now and he really has no place in the United States at the moment. If Sam's being Captain America, what is he supposed to do, be a sidekick? Like, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. What is Sam's journey? What do you mean? What what from beginning of this series, the beginning of the series to this past, this this new episode coming out? similarly to bucky finding peace what did sam need all this time and do you believe he's going to get that
1: sam needed to sam needed to just kind of be his be his own man in a way uh but he also needed to uh not put the past aside but but use it to fuel the future And those two things definitely coincide with his character. That's what he needed the most. Because in the very beginning, he gives up the shield. Why? Because it's Steve Rogers' shield. Because he doesn't feel like he can do it. But also, you know, you have that element that comes in later of, like, there was a black Captain America in the past. And how does that make him feel and all this other stuff? And then we had that awesome conversation with him and Isaiah, where it seemed like he might get swayed. Or it seemed like he might be like, wow, you know, like, and, and, and Isaiah's 100% right in what he said, but at that same time, it's like, you can kind of see it in Sam that he's like, you know what? I'm not going to let the past continue to repeat itself in a way, like I'm going to do this and mm-hmm. I'm going to break all of the molds. I'm going to break through the glass ceiling and like, this is, this is my time now and no one's going to tell me no. So, And he needed that.
0: I think before... I didn't go back and check, but our our episodic um, preview of the whole show, I believe we basically said his journey was going to be learning to be Captain America. And in a way, we were right. We just had no clue Mm. the path that he would have to take. And I think... What, what keeps happening in this series now, I think that's the, the best way to look at this, is he keeps going back to Isaiah. He keeps, like, that's the story being told here, is is family and Isaiah, and they both are one and the same. It's, you know, trying to live your life as a, a person, and more so a, a black person in the United States, through a time where there's economic... Uh, disaster and then putting that next to the legacy that all of a sudden he's going to have to embrace in the shield that he never even knew beforehand so he's really had a lot of growth that's he that he's needed that he didn't even necessarily know he need he needed in the beginning so it's kind of it's been twofold he he's learn to go back to his roots and hey even when i'm fighting aliens i gotta remember my my nephews my my sister my my community my hometown yeah you know it's not like he ever left them but you could tell in dialogue he felt guilty Mm -hmm. because he basically told sarah you guys pretty much just thought i left Mm y'all and she's like no we never thought that but he carries burdens unlike anybody else well cuz he's an empath and you can tell that that's kind of his job in his mind is to make everybody else around him feel comfortable
1: yeah i think i think that's the the big story being told here is that when he got replaced by John Walker there was a big disparity between the two of them like sam is the good man right that we you know were introduced to and we were introduced to Steve Rogers Steve Rogers was a good man before he was a great soldier and I think that that's that's Sam that's part of Sam's journey too is just continuing to be a great man like you said you know he, he puts his family and he puts you know a lot of things on his on his shoulder on his shoulders but like uh, that's just
0: and Steve kind Rogers, of like the hero gig Steve Rogers told him I'm picking you because of what's inside of you yeah you know
1: and like uh-huh. Bucky told him that right
0: Right. Yeah, and and remember, Sam was like, "I'll do my best," mm-hmm. and Steve said, "I know you will." We're, yeah, you know some variation of that. Right, and that's why I picked you. You know, yeah. and so I think after all this is done, Sam's gonna be able to look in the mirror and go, "I am worthy of being Captain America," mm-hmm. and I don't think he believed that beforehand because even though he said, "This isn't," you know, it belongs with. Uh, Steve, It still feels foreign to me. I think truly deep down, he didn't feel like he could live up to being Captain America. Yeah. And he was hinting at that, but he would, didn't say it directly. But now that he's seen what it can do when it's in the hands of somebody who's not fit to be Captain America, I think that was the ultimate, oh, I'm I'm actually ready for this, you know? But it took him time. And I think that was the evolution of Sam Wilson in the series. And moving forward, I really think... He's going to embrace this role and be just as exciting of a a captain america as chris evans was they're totally different they're very similar people but uh the way they approach the role i think is going to be fantastic me too and we're going to be able to get some cool storylines with sam wilson's captain america and i just you know as as great as uh, Steve Rogers was he was groundbound. so sometimes I'd make fun of him in big yeah. fights. I'm like, "Where's Cap? Always oh, organizing the police." <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know, Iron Man's up there fighting. You know, yeah. uh, the major mothership, and so Falcon's gonna have a nice little uh, jump. You know, into uh, he's getting a, a raise mm-hmm. and uh, a power boost, so it's gonna be really cool to see him as Captain America moving forward. Hundred percent. Next we have Baron. Uh, Zemo helmet Zemo, and the last time we saw him was last episode, and he was being taken to the wonderful prison that's you know levitating above the ocean at times. And does it shrink down into it as well?
1: Yeah, it goes into the ocean. Isn't that it's crazy? Hidden into the ocean. What a cool prison. Yeah.
0: Not that I'd like to be there. Anything, no. But now the reason we're even discussing this, it's like, what are you talking about? He's going to that prison, right? That's right. that's it. But what are the implications of him going there? That's, and I think you've been on this track for quite a while. Yeah. So I'd love for you to take this one.
1: Um, there's so many things they can do because it's the raft, right? Like the raft is a very, Aply prominent named place. The the raft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very prominent place. Though, and in by the way, history.
0: they didn't have to take him there. No. Like that's not just a Wakandan prison. Like no, they it's wakanda. Right. There's no doubt they have many places they could have put him mm-hmm. and also kept him in their custody, so.
1: Which I think the raft honestly is where like some of the most dangerous people are held because of its isolation. It's in the ocean. Like if someone was to break out, like they're going to be already under the ocean basically. So like how do you even survive that? So Yeah, I think um it's very interesting uh because like we, like i said we, you know we've already seen the raft we've seen people uh i believe uh what was it like sam and
0: all caps people all of
1: caps people were, were held there um hawkeye hawkeye ant-man yeah.
0: yeah uh not that ant-man was yeah. he was, used to it, he was just kind <laughs> of like what the heck yeah yeah, so Back pretty again. much everybody with Cap was was there except for Cap.
1: Yeah, uh, but what's interesting here is who's there now, and right. that's that's kind of the thing that's that's interesting is because like I mean, what who's he gonna run into down there? Is he gonna run into uh, Vulture? Will he run into you know? There's so many possibilities of people that are there, but like I said too, is Black Panther two is kind of around the corner. Like it's it's a lot quicker than people think, because time. I don't know if you've noticed this, man, but like we've been talking about WandaVision for a long time before it happened, and we thought, man, it's never gonna get here, and then it does. Now we're already at the finale of one. Oh, Falcon Winter Soldier. It's so crazy. like, time is moving fast. Loki's around the corner. Loki's around the corner. Shang Chi's around the corner. Like Black Widows finally. Well, we'll see, On but we'll, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll see. It's yeah. it just when it seems like it's around the corner, it's like oh, nope. But uh, yeah, I mean, this could be a, a good opportunity for them to maybe introduce somebody like Namor. Maybe not introduce, but like kind of plant more seeds. You know, like uh, maybe something happens when he's in the raft, the, like under under like in in the water, that like disrupts things. And creates this like jail, like breakout kind of scene. Uh, I mean, that could be there's so many possibilities, but I think that his character in particular stays 100 percent. They move forward with him because his popularity has increased Yeah, over the course of this show. And it would be just a tragic thing if they just decided to just, like, be like, oh, yeah, he just, he died in the raft or you know, yeah, I, something I else happened.
0: Like, I think there's a plan here.
1: Definitely a plan. And and one thing that we also know about him is that he's kind of, he's usually ahead of the curve. Like, he's usually yes a couple steps ahead. He's a manipulator. Yeah, he's a manipulator. So
0: he went willingly. Yeah. He knew what was up. It's kind of hard to get into Wakanda, right? Right. Probably even harder to get into Wakanda in prison. Mm hmm. It's got one way pass. hmm. So it would be interesting if, you know,
1: maybe, uh, ooh, ooh. Maybe. What do you got, Just for maybe. Something happens in the raft and he gets into contact with Namor. Namor understands that he's there. Breaks him out, and it's because of Zemo that Namor attacks Wakanda.
0: I possibility, wrong.
1: Possibility, possibility.
0: The only thing I was wondering is, what are the chances we see General Ross in this episode?
1: That'd be that'd be a good one too,
0: because that would, if, I mean, what are the chances John Walker ends up in the same prison by the end of the episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like we're on, we're on a path here Yeah, and it's probably, I mean, it's, it can't be a coincidence that -hmm. we've got all these characters that end up in the same group together, like starting to form their own paths here. Yeah. We've got that happening two different ways, you know, with the young Avengers and uh, Thunderbolts. What I,
1: what I do think, I think, so this is going to be a big thing, but like, and it's way in the future. But I think that we see Ross more predominantly in the like She-Hulk series. Because I think that's where we'll see uh, yeah. Bruce Banner. But we'll also see Red Hulk for the first time. I think we'll see him there. And um, I what I could see happening here is uh, maybe Sharon actually gets Zemo out. Because Man. she's going to maybe Shady. realize that Val is already in contact with John Walker, and she's like, oh, well, I need, and like, uh, a, a plan B. Something. Like, yeah. I need something else to counteract this. And so, yeah, I think there's, there's endless possibilities, I think, with Zemo.
0: I'm going to go high percentage chance and high percentage being, like, 25%, because we've been horribly wrong on, like, specific guesses uh, right. with certain things related to these series, but... Uh, we've been pretty good at guessing the general arc of this show, and I, I it just feels like an end credit scene with Ross walking in and introducing the possibility of an idea here for you guys. It just sounds too perfect. I mean, because yeah. they don't have to do anything with it. That's no. just like a taste. Yeah, and it could happen in three years mm-hmm. and they'll say, well, we you know, we're working on it, you know? yeah, like it feels like there's still more to be announced in the future, but they're not ready to announce it. Mm -hmm. and I think possibly one of those things could be a season two or a movie with Bucky and Sam because it feels like their story is not done no you know like yeah we haven't had episode six yet but like they're too good together yeah and if like you said like what's left for Bucky nothing really Mm. but they're we've only got like half an episode worth of like them actually bantering back and forth, and it was amazing. So I, if they can envision that, I would not be shocked to see the unveiling at the end of the episode or in the near future of you know, Captain America and the white Wolf kind of a thing. Mm. It just makes sense to me. Now, just because something makes sense, doesn't mean they had the money, the budget, the time and the you know right, the crew to do it, uh, this is all just fun that we're putting you know out in the universe. But it, I can be hopeful, right? <laughs> right, right.
1: I think when it comes to getting things right, I think you kind of have to like really kind of like base it in like the lowest thing that you think could happen. <laughs> you have you to gotta really like check make your expectations. Your guess and then yeah. pull
0: it back like 10 yeah. feet, you know?
1: Right, because Namor popping up in this is not going to happen.
0: <laughs> right, well, and like we talked about this in the first episode about this show, we were like, Okay, we were horribly wrong with WandaVision, like <laughs> yeah. absurdly wrong. Yeah. And so we really based our guesses in complete reality, and we've been right well, on most things.
1: The thing that I think is interesting, though, about this is what's the big difference between the two shows? One is, like, One's very magic. magical and, like... One's grounded. Yeah. So wouldn't it make <laughs> the sense...
0: fantastical magic one yeah. was, like... <laughs> nothing yeah. happened you know
1: wouldn't it make sense if the fantastical magical show ends in like a very grounded ending but then the grounded show ends in a weird crazy insane ending or like some Magic. crazy nuts like insane end credit scene
0: i mean i hope so me too because then you got loki with time travel and that's just like oh
1: y- who y- knows it, what we're it gonna completely get would swerve all expectations for loki to me well, if and, they did it that way.
0: And remember, what we've figured out is that most of the trailers have really taken place on, like, the first three episodes. Yeah. Like, we got hints of um, episode five and, like, a touch of episode six coming up. But that's it. Like, the majority of the storylines are taking place in the first few. So we don't know, like, what to expect from these things moving forward. And I'm really digging this, the TV shows. Like...
1: I think it's it's the best way to do Marvel anything. It's great. Because there's too much content that Marvel has to get into to just do movies, yeah. honestly.
0: And you don't have to wait. Yeah. Which is great because like, yes, you can do three Captain America movies, but they've just done five hours of content now of yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier so you know, basically to fill in all the blanks, which is pretty two much... Two movies. Yeah, well, two and a half, really. Right. 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 So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm really glad we're going to get a lot more of these moving forward.
1: And look at the time span. Like the first three Captain America movies were 2011, 13, and 16.
0: Yeah. So that was a very long time for them to put it out. Around so many other things, which is what makes it so cool. Yeah. But here, you can really flesh out a, a full story.
1: What I'm interested in moving forward is will they continue to do it this way? Or. Will they begin at some point maybe thinking of the idea of maybe doing two shows a week where they have like one on Wednesday, one on Friday, or like
0: I think one they're on gonna Monday, stick one on Friday? This. The, the reason I say that is because they've already done it with Star Wars. So yeah. it seems like they've made up their mind. Like yeah. this is just how they do it.
1: Yeah. The, you, I don't think you want to oversaturate either. And I think that kind of gets, gets in that kind of territory where it's like, oh, there's too much happening at once. Let's kind of because if we do it this way, if we just do it Friday, every Friday for eternity, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's fine. It,
0: there's a point to that. I, I forget the comedian, but he said, uh, they said, Do you want to be oversaturated? He was like, Oversaturated? Like what? Like Nike? Nike's <laughs> oversaturated. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be oversaturated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nike's everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, I mean,
1: it, in the sense,
0: but entertainment's a little different, right? Entertainment's if we so much a, different. get a Spider-Man movie every single year, but right, get burned burn out with Spider-Man. About Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: who cares about Spider-Man? Makes it's sense. Too much. Yeah. So,
0: next we have Sharon, the triple agent. At this point, yeah, uh, she got a bad rap because she didn't get help from the Avengers getting off of her um, her crimes, really, and ever since then. Her storyline is a little bit confusing because she was snapped, by the way. Yeah. So she didn't have much time to become this, like, tycoon in Madripoor. So she might have had to just be elevated by somebody, a.k.a. maybe Power Broker, Mm -hmm. um, because she's, like, wielding million dollars worth of art, like millions of dollars worth of art. And she, like, didn't get in Madripore that long ago. So she moved up quite fast and she's now like the last we saw her she's telling batroc that he can go to the flag smashers because you know it's time to kill sam wilson and she was she helped sam and bucky Mm -hmm. and zemo but then zemo killed her scientist that she was like loki working with uh and you know with the power broker or or however this is going on whoever she's working for so she's been all over the map so far, and I'm hoping that's purposeful. <laughs> I hope, yeah. like, at the end here, it all wraps up uh, in some storyline that makes complete sense. But she's the one character that I feel like has been a little wonky, and I'm hoping it wasn't, like, a rushed thing because of the reshoots and stuff. Mm. So I don't know. Do you have a, a soft outline of where she ends up here?
1: Um, I think that she kind of ends up... I think it's either revealed that she is working for the power broker and that she's like right like directly under who the power broker is or um, maybe she's just like this uh, rogue manipulating type of character. She's just having fun. Yeah. Is the other option. Yeah. Because I mean, why not? Watch
0: the world burn. Yeah. Steal from our DC friends.
1: Because she, uh, yeah, she's been through a lot, man. Like.
0: Maybe this is her revenge.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> her revenge. Like she just wants to live her life like, and she's going to do whatever it takes. Like she doesn't care. She's in not for it's like a lawless kind of place unless you screw with a power broker. But like, yeah, it seems like a, a perfect kind of way for her to, to end up. And I mean, it's, it's one of those characters that can be revisited too. Yeah. Like they don't have to have like a hard ending for her here. It right. can just be something like, Oh, this is where she's at right now. And then you know maybe a couple years down the line or five years down the line even like they revisit Madripoor and she's still there and maybe things have gotten worse she actually kind of regrets her decisions things like that
0: yeah I guess my question is like when this series is over how do we feel about Sharon and to me I think I think we're gonna somehow appreciate her like I, I maybe I'm blinded here but mm-hmm. i feel like at the end of the day she's not as bad as she's kind of been portrayed over the last few episodes i i don't know if batrock is like if that's i feel like we're getting half the story is probably the best way to put it yeah so is she trying to undermine somebody is she working directly under somebody like i don't know the answers to that i do think she's close to some big tycoon in the underground villain world. I don't know for sure if it's the power broker. I actually don't I would actually put money that it's not the power broker just because of who I'm going with for the power broker. But I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, "Okay, Sharon, I kind of see what you're doing here." You know? And I have nothing really to go off of to get me that like to to end up there but it's just my instinct. So is is that are you leaning more towards like no, she's like an agent of chaos or not trying to help anything to be or honest. Maybe herself.
1: Ben, uh I think she's either going to be kind of she's either working for herself, which I think we don't think is possible now because of what she's already done. She's so much power, but I think it could easily end with her maybe dying because...
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that.
1: I think the heroes end up on top at the end of episode six. Like Sam and, and Bucky end up on top. Everything's kind of dealt with. But the fact remains that there's no super soldier serum remaining. And maybe Carly is actually reconciled like with Sam and things aren't... Like she doesn't have to die... But the power broker wants her dead and because Batrock maybe fails and Sharon didn't address it when she could have, then the power broker is going to look at that as a failure. And if the power broker is every bit what we think he is or she, then not going to be too happy with failing miserably like that. So
0: That would be one way to establish this dude's for real if he shoots Mm. and kills Sharon Carter. Right. In a scene when she displeases him. Exactly. That would be a wild way to go, yeah. don't screw around with this guy. Yeah. Woo! I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sharon's fit her purpose um, at this point in the series. And we never... I, I didn't think we'd ever get her again, so... this is just a cherry on top. Yeah. and uh,
1: She's one of those weird characters, in a way like Zemo, and that there's so many different possibilities of what they can do. But... They don't all make sense, and it's n- she's actually not a character. I don't. She's not like Zemo in that there's really not a need for her to continue. Yes. So if they I do... I don't see the future. Yeah, if they do use that way, I mean, that establishes whoever the power broker is in a big way by killing Sharon it's, Carter. It's a,
0: it's a good way of giving herself to the series by elevating somebody new. Mm-hmm. And the only other way... I was going to ask you a little bit later who do we think dies and she was one of the characters yeah Um, I, I do think it's a possibility that she could sacrifice herself for the good of the cause as well mm-hmm. in so, like in a way establishing hey I know I was doing some bad stuff but I don't have a bad heart and, and kind of you know step in front of something or whatever it is so yeah I mean, that's interesting
1: there there's also the possibility that she is the battle broker Mm. like that's a that's an interesting
0: where would she get so she would have had to be put there though like, by somebody else uh, yeah because or there's just, no there's just f- physically no way she would have ascended that high especially because Zemo said he knew the power broker basically way back uh, when Yeah. so true. she could be a new power broker mm-hmm. um, elevated to maybe protect the image or hide the image of the true power broker from behind the scenes mm-hmm that's possible. She could be just running things from you know the front and you know pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, those are all kind of interesting thoughts. And that leads us to the power broker. What the heck is going to happen here?
1: Man, I'm... Ooh. I have a
0: power ranking for the power broker. You have a power ranking for the yeah, power broker? Yeah, it's just two. <laughs> I just have two people. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I think... I think at this point. Oh man, the 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 main reason, like, the Mandarin seems like just the most obvious one at this point to me. In a way, however, I'm gonna go with Ross. Ross. I don't. I can't explain. Like, I don't know exactly. I feel like in a way he would have been estranged after. Uh, Civil War from the American government, mm. but it also seems like he's always had the finger on the pulse of like bad stuff that's always going on around the world. He does, and it it would seem as though he would have power regardless of dominion. Like mm-hmm. anywhere you go, they would either be working for or afraid of Ross. So, and he's older; he's been around for quite a while. He just, the way he talked to people, it was like, I'm not afraid to die because I've seen some stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. and this is based off like, I haven't seen uh, the Mandarin yet. So I don't know what he's capable of in the MCU, but I think it's very likely that he could be the, the guy behind the scenes because it makes so much sense leading into what we know is coming up, which is Shang-Chi. But with like the Thunderbolt stuff starting to come up, It almost makes sense to me that the episode would end with him being revealed as the power broker and then launching this uh, next, uh, you know, what am I looking for? The next world of in-between characters. Gray area. Yeah, the gray area characters. Yeah, which Uh, is what
1: they've kind of established.
0: Yeah, and and in turn, that would mean that Val is also working for Ross, uh, trying to recruit John hey, there's right. somebody who would really like your skills. Right. Ross loves super soldiers that are uh, in line with mm-hmm. him, and he probably sees the viciousness of John and goes, well, I could work with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So to me, sure. it all fits really well. The only thing is... Fits too well. Do they have the actor? <laughs> yeah. Do they have any plans in the future for these characters at all? Mm-hmm. Maybe not, and that's why, the, that's why it seems like... Uh, God, Mandalorian is so ingrained in my brain <laughs> that I keep wanting to say it. The Mandarin. Mandarin makes the most sense, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's. But I, that's not how the game's played. I'm picking Ross. That's my guess. I'm gonna play the uh, a different role. I'm gonna say phoning a friend. What's happening? Here?
1: No, I don't. I don't have <laughs> any idea as to who this power broker could be. I need, I need a,
0: a pick by the end of your spiel here.
1: What I do find interesting <laughs> is you ain't getting out of a this. lot of people since the, the Shang-Chi trailer has come out, a lot of people have been like, you know, well, where's Iron Fist? Like, what is, is Iron Fist going to be in this show Like, is, or the movie? Is, are they going to reference Iron Fist or anything like that? Uh, we know that uh, Daredevil is in the Spider-Man casting Could be in Hulk too. Right. So, what if the power broker is none other than Wilson Fisk? That would be.
0: He would have been in my top five.
1: Insane. Would that not be like the craziest reveal? Maybe uh, the craziest reveal in a long time in Marvel.
0: It would be insane. Yeah. Not because it's like so unrealistic. But because oh they actually did they it, did it <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, there's because, things that we can speculate. We can speculate yeah. all day long. Right. But the reality of it happening is
1: so far from being happening. Yeah. Crazy. Like, but how awesome would that be? Because It made
0: complete sense.
1: So many people so like I don't agree with people being like oh well where's where's Iron Fist if you're gonna like I like no shut up <laughs> like let them do stop their thing. like dude it's Shang-Chi's movie it's and not also Iron Fist's
0: movie Iron Fist has had his day in the sun <laughs> exactly
1: and the other thing is while the Netflix series all of them were pretty good like Iron Fist and Luke Cage to me were probably like the the worst of those shows number one but
0: I think most would just agree that Daredevil was the best.
1: Daredevil is absolutely the yeah. best by and far. I think Jessica Jones was actually really good too, like sneakingly really good. Um, the Punisher was obviously the number two to Daredevil. Uh, the Defenders show, while it was only like one season or whatever, like and it only needed to be one season, that was amazing. I liked that. But the idea I'm getting at is that like the Netflix shows. While we are getting Charlie Cox Daredevil in the future and stuff like that, it's not like something that is completely set in stone that the Netflix shows or that that casting or that that all even is going to be like not even canonized, but like brought into the MCU like that.
0: I'd say it's not likely, honestly.
1: Exactly, because they've kind of had their moment. And the thing about it that's kind of interesting, though, is that there is such a mad
0: following for
1: those shows. Like, I know people that don't even really care for the MCU that much, but they really love Daredevil.
0: I've heard the same thing.
1: Exactly. So, like, um, it's so, so interesting that, like, if they bring in – Wilson Fisk as the power broker? Are you kidding me? Like that? Oh my gosh. I have a
0: very important question then. Yeah. CGI or no CGI? Dude, you can't CGI that. Okay.
1: You could. I mean, I don't don't, don't know. He's a big
0: dude. He's a big dude. You know? Yeah. It's tough to cast somebody like that. So, because it's, it limits your pool of actors (laughs) to like, is this guy good or does he just kind of look like what we need? Right. So, I mean, they could, they could probably prosthetic him up a little mm-hmm. bit if they needed to make his shoulders wider or something. But yeah, it's, it's so hard to make somebody like that look realistic.
1: Because um, the thing about him, though, is that he, he was so... And that's the thing that people talk about when they talk about Daredevil and people that don't like the MCU that like Daredevil. It was just done so well. The acting in the show was amazing. So it, it's always kind of been on the back of my mind that, like, you know, the, well, they have these characters established... Netflix obviously isn't doing anything with them anymore because they can't. Yeah. So like, will they ever revisit those characters and you know, are they going to recast them? And well, they've made it kind of clear that Charlie Cox won't be recast as daredevil. Like he's daredevil. He's here to stay as daredevil. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if he, like if he's the power broker, dude, I'm jumping out of the seat. Like that'd be pretty crazy. (laughs) That would be the biggest reveal I think in Marvel, maybe in Marvel history. Up until we get the X Men,
0: it would add like another layer, not that it needs it to the upcoming Spider Man movie. Yeah, like, oh, now what? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like, because I'd be pretty crazy.
1: One of the things that I've often wondered is if they're going to bring in Netflix people, what happened to them during the snap? Like, what happens if Wilson Fisk wasn't snapped? And he's this evil dude that's just, like, got infinite reign now because there's barely any heroes left fighting. And they're all trying to save yeah. humanity from collapsing.
0: It Makes sense. And he's known as a city villain. Like, he's, yeah. he's a guy that knows how to play the, the back streets of, of yeah. big cities. And
1: and when we left off, he wasn't, he can't, he's no longer, he's probably no longer in, in New York. So it would make sense for him to go somewhere like Magifor and kind of take over. And so,
0: and maybe he's not even in Madripoor because we didn't meet him in Madripoor.
1: Another thing to add, even another layer as to why it would work. What is Sharon doing? What's her cover?
0: She's art an seller. art seller. Art dealer.
1: Exactly, and that plays hand in hand. So it would be interesting if, if Fisk is is the power broker. I, I'm dude. I'm telling you, if he's the power broker, man, I'm jumping out of my seat. Like this, yeah, oh my gosh,
0: that's huge. If it's the Mandarin, that's like logical and makes sense for the next stuff upcoming. Well, so
1: is Ross though. Ross is it very can. logical.
0: It very it very much can, but also it presents a, an alternate storyline that we're kind of speculating on and semi confirms it. Mm-hmm. With Fisk, it'd be like, oh, that's different. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So they all have like their different levels of excitement. Just seeing the Mandarin would be incredible. Oh, like, yeah. that's cool. Hundred percent. But you'd almost be like, uh. <laughs> you know? ah. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, Ross yeah. you'd be like, oh you know, you get yeah, that Leonardo right, DiCaprio right, right. meme. Like, oh that's, yeah, staring that's it. at the <laughs> But if you saw Fisk, yeah, it's like ejector seat time yeah. it throwing stuff at Beow. the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is there anybody that jumps off the screen for you in just initial thoughts if there's somebody else that were to, to come up as
1: the power broker. I'm just not really sure, man. Like, yeah, this is I don't have
0: any in my brain either.
1: Really and really not like because here's the thing with with speculation, too, is that everybody has something based in what they've already seen. So they all kind of make sense. Yeah. If you can make it make sense
0: yeah and and like off the wall guesses are only off the wall because we haven't seen them yet right like exactly halfway through this episode we could see hints and then all of a sudden we'd be like delete you know control (laughs) alt delete reverse (laughs) do the podcast again (laughs) fisk right yeah right so yeah it it only makes as much sense as the last episode is probably the best way to put it yeah i
1: i would say i would want it to be fisk obviously but like i i think that I think the Mandarin's probably yeah probably the
0: power broker. I would want it to be Ross with a hint of Fisk, mm-hmm. just because I feel it's uh, that, see no. I would want it to be Fisk because then all those all that stuff comes into play for me. What's more realistic but also exciting is Ross. Yeah. So that's like the the double you know double-edged sword that I think Ross presents. Is it makes sense on one side, but on the other, there's future possibilities that have already started being hinted at. And then Fisk, it's like, okay, the world opens up. All of a sudden, we got some new stuff going on here. So, yeah, I think, I think either way, it's gonna be exciting. And I guess you know, the odds on no reveal for the power broker is probably decent too. That's, I think that's a thing. Uh, it's, it's
1: very uh, may not even be a power broker. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Easily, like, you know
0: be a facade could be just I Remember when we thought we were getting the Mandarin in Iron Man 3? Yeah. It was not. It could Mandarin. be
1: just a cover for who the actual person is or you know we could never actually ever, Not that ever, it would ever. never be resolved but like we could also get into that like area of like you know uh he's just never really truly revealed or you know it's just they continue this arc of like well who is the power like if maybe it just continues for like a long time and people just never really know who the power burger is that can be interesting
0: yeah no, there's so, a lot of ways this could happen this brings us to John Walker who has been a pleasure for this series uh, I didn't first episode I was almost like indifferent you know mm-hmm. I was just like okay he seems like he's he's not that bad but he's like not likable. And then as time went on, it was like, oh, I hate him, (laughs) you know, but then more time goes on. I'm like, Oh, he's deep. His -hmm. story, his, his, uh, his tale, uh, needs to be told because it's, it's real. And so he's been a roller coaster of a character. Um, as we've talked about before, the little things that Wyatt's been able to do for the character has been really cool. Um, down to like the shaking of a fist when he's upset or um, grabbing his head when he seems to be confused or perplexed about things. And it's not like when he's, when the camera's on him, it's like off in the distance. So mm-hmm. um, it's been noticed. And we're looking at a guy who's taken a journey from being Captain America, like the people's uh, king and a, and a military hero to he's hit bottom. He's making a shield out of his his shop, you know, at home or wherever he is. And when we leave him, he's been disrespected by the Senate Judiciary Committee or whatever it is. I don't know. And he's been approached by Val about his skill set and how valuable he is to somebody and hmm. to pick up the phone when she calls. Valuable. So valuable. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh and so that's where we left off with john and for me i am very conflicted here i i see a long i see a long uh line storyline here for john and i'm hoping on the other side of this episode he's still walking yeah uh i i think there's a lot of cool things we can do with with john walker um u.s agent style stuff and and if my if he dies, then my theory is kind of off to a bad start. Um, so, I don't know. Where where do you see him at the end of this episode? I feel like his journey, like we've talked about with the other characters, his journey has been humility and also uh, being seen, being heard, which is the common thread about you know a lot of things here. So, him being able to get the limelight, experience it and realize that it wasn't maybe himself that uh, let himself down. It was the system who created him. And so it's, it's been a pleasure to get to know him. I do think there's a decent chance he, he dies in this episode, but yeah, I'm hoping not.
1: I'm hoping not to, because I think that he has a lot more to offer because I think, I think at the end he's still around and I think he's actually doing well at the end. Of the episode which once again if he dies like <laughs> there goes everything but like you know I, I think he's still around because uh they wouldn't tease something like val coming into the picture and you know doing all that if he's just gonna die in the next episode so like yeah he's definitely gonna be around and i would go as far as to say that it's possible that he gets his own like thing and not his own thing, but like he's involved in something going forward. Okay. Like Such as a movie or a show is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because um Thunderbolts. Exactly. Because I think that's what they're kind of establishing now. Is they're establishing that like while there is good and evil, and we've seen that throughout the Infinity saga, there's never truly been a gray area and you actually need people to work in that gray area and that's where civil war was a thing is because they could both sides couldn't agree to try to work in a gray area and well you know sometimes you have to sometimes you're forced into like cap would have obviously been a guy that's like yeah you know you're kind of right but i don't know we don't trade lives cap right (laughs) (laughs) Tony would have been like oh absolutely and then it happens and then he feels like crap about it and then it eats him up for 10 years and you know whatever but like you need people that can work in that gray area that actually understand it and John Walker is one of those people I think that will and so yeah why not create a team around him that works maybe simultaneously with a, a New Avengers or whatever And, you know, they're kind of like the anti-heroes. That would make complete sense.
0: Yeah, and the timing is interesting because what's releasing soon? Black Widow, Shang-Chi. Expand your horizons a little bit. Loki.
1: Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, that's true.
0: If there was Marvel's version of a Suicide Squad, it would be these gray area people. It's these people with bad intentions um, and odd ways of doing things but aren't like complete jerks you know so with the popularity of Suicide Squad or the assumed popularity I guess Hmm. it would be an interesting time for something like an end credit scene where he's hinting at something similar to that like boys there's good and there's bad (laughs) and then there's something in the middle and that's where you come in yeah something to that effect hand yeah (laughs) um (laughs) and so he he could introduce us into the middleman as you said like we've had the good and the bad and now the middle guys get their own team Mm -hmm. and they care they do the dirty work Mm -hmm. you know and present prevent things from happening by killing (laughs) you know
1: who else could be involved in this gray area that I'd be super excited for tell me Deadpool Yeah, I mean he's the quintessential person to be put into something like this because he kills a lot of people and yeah. doesn't even think twice about it and like doesn't care so he would be one that could be thrown in there If, if I mean if dude if you're actually gonna bring in the fox people like which they're not but if they did Oh my gosh! Yo, yeah, Josh Brolin would have two roles in the MCU because he would be Cable as well, and he would definitely be in that gray area. Two roles,
0: two Thanos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it could be very interesting. And in the in this theoretical post credit scene, it would be Zemo in prison. Mm-hmm. You like pan over to see John Walker in prison after this dramatic fight in Episode Six pan over and maybe Deadpool sitting in his in a prison cell going how did huh. I get here or something you know that'd be interesting and and potentially Namor makes his presence like we don't know that. guess as high as you want this is the fun part of things when we're Wait, I love we're gonna get sobered yeah. by <laughs> the last episode or the last uh, end credit scene where it's like a funny thing <laughs> Marvel where, like, somebody is doing a Rubik's Cube and can't figure it out and then throws it on the floor and all of a sudden it, it turns to all green and yellow and yeah who knows and marvel is basically the uh the the bugs bunny meme new no. that's all folks <laughs> <No>. oh <laughs> yeah no new no. they don't allow you to have that fun so yeah i think we we both have put john walker in a decent place mm-hmm. um i'd say there's like a 30% chance that he goes down but i think he's got a lot more potential uh if he sticks around so i sure hope he does And that leads us to Carly Morgenthau, the leader of the Flag Smashers. Mm. The young woman that is a revolutionary in her mind, a terrorist to others. She, her story more than anybody else has probably been affected by the changes to the the story because of the vaccine stuff and all that. So I don't know if we got the full Carly storyline this series. And I don't know if she's meant to continue. Uh, but I think I, I think there's a heart in there. Yeah. You know, I and still so, think so. I, I feel like Sam is gonna get her. Me too. At some point. Like Sam has to turn her around. And if he doesn't, then she's gonna die. Here's a little switcheroo on that.
1: What if she actually sacrifices herself to save Sam from Batrock? That'd be that'd be an interesting Continue. little thing. Like, what if we had this scene where like he's kind of breaking stuff down to her mid fight because he's like, Yo, like we don't need to be doing this. Yeah, you know, like I know who you are, you know I know, all this other stuff. Like, we've had this heart to heart before. And she's like not willing to relent. But she also has this internal thing when you kind of see it in her face or her expressions or or what she's doing that like she doesn't w- she she still wants to believe that and she still she doesn't want Sam to die she doesn't want anyone else to die really like as much as she's playing like she
0: does she's she telling really somebody she's trained telling a trained assassin to kill Sam so that's a tough sell right now but I'm I'm not far away from that either.
1: But if she sees Sam again and she's and he's breaking this stuff down to her, there's no John Walker, all this other stuff. Like, it could be an interesting little scenario. Yeah, no, I agree. And what if she kind of turns and then Batroc comes in and is like, nope. Because it would obviously be the exact opposite of what happened with John Walker, Sam, and her in the beginning. Is John Walker busts in and you know obviously someone dies but like that'd that'd be an interesting little thing is if she starts to turn and then Batrock comes in and like launches something at him or like you know tries to shoot at him or whatever and like it she just jumps in front of it
0: yeah I, i i'm gonna stick with what i said if she kind of if she turns quick enough then she'll avoid death I think if she chooses to fight, she's gonna die. Yeah. Um. And I could see a conversation happening between Sam and Carly while they're fighting. And I, man, I don't know how that's gonna end, but I really, it's gonna be intriguing to see her actually carry this mission out because she's not bloodthirsty. Mm-mm. Um, but she's obviously. Becoming more and more, uh, kind of trapped by this place she's in, where she can't go backwards anymore. Yeah. And so I'm very curious to see, like, what actually happens here because she's or- she's basically ordered a hit on Sam. hmm And I think she really did that because she doesn't want to have to face him again, because she's afraid that he'll see something good in her. Yeah. And so you're right. I think if she sees Sam it could get very interesting with his ability to talk her down. And whoever has control of the Flag Smashers has but the, the biggest base, you know, at this point. So I I, I want to see at full strength with this new suit. And we're assuming this is a new suit that Sam what is what is his power level at like who can he match up with i'm very curious to see if we get a carly and him one-on-one even if they're talking to each other like can he hang with her i think at this point he probably can Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know i'm just i'm pretty excited to see her story because i think it's coming to an end
1: i do too i think she i think she'll die but i think maybe she gets that moment where she's talking to sam before she dies you know that yes. kind of like I you can know.
0: genuinely v- envision her laying on her back, with exactly. her curls out on her shoulder, yeah. telling Sam uh, something very important about why she did all this, and, and don't Sam let counseling that, through her through her death,
1: and don't let that movement kind of become a negative thing anymore, and don't yeah. let it die. So
0: and perhaps uh, Sam getting pardons for like her top level people and you know there, there could be something there mm-hmm. um, next we have as our main character the shield the shield itself mm-hmm. so what is what is the end of the shield in this series and what does it mean moving forward uh, I'll start with you on this one
1: well uh, there's two now <laughs> John Walker making yeah. his
0: second but the, the it's, a,
1: it's a Coke bottle like <laughs> Shield Coke uh, can shield someone says something Captain of... Alabama or <laughs> made out of Mountain Dew cans. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the shield. So I can't, I don't think we can really not get into it anymore, but uh, the way that I see this whole thing kind of breaking down anyways is just yeah. that like, Sam and, and Bucky save the day. Like they prevent the deaths of the Senator, they prevent the deaths of everyone else. Because that's what the flag smashers seem like they're they're going for. They're going for blood, basically. And they're wanting to make their movement heard. And you can do that really easily by attacking them where they're at right now. Um So I think in doing so, the senator will see exactly what Sam Wilson just did. And while he may want that shield back, he's going to say, you know what? That's the act of a Captain America. That's what we want from Captain America. And maybe that's the thing that kind of separates them is that instead of killing Mar- Carly in the end, he reconciles with her. Like he talks her down in well, I don't think front of kill the her. senator, right? And they'll see that and they'll be like, well, we just went from a Captain America that killed a guy in front of everyone and had no remorse about it to this guy who is doing exactly what a Captain America should do. I like where this is going. So like, I think they're going to be cool with him being Captain America in the end. Can I jump in right there?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Because I think I like the way you're setting this up to where Sam and Bucky are helping... Diffuse the situation with the Flag Smashers, and in turn, do not kill Carly. But who is well known for interrupting things that are going quite well? John Walker. What if John Walker would come in and kill Carly when she's at her most vulnerable, and they decide not to attack, and he goes, oh, here's my moment. I'm going to kill the person that killed Battlestar.
1: That's easily, yeah. 100%, 100%. 100%. 100%. I,
0: I think you were already going that yeah. route, but I wanted I was so excited that you yeah. said that cuz yeah. I'm like that's perfect. Yeah. Because every time Sam diffuses something, here comes Captain whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And that would just be such a beautiful awful moment that she's kind of she's like, "Oh, you really did care about me." And then all of a sudden here comes Here comes Walker and just guns a blazing takes her out. And that's when we get Bucky one-on-one with, um, John Walker as Sam is laying there with Carly as she's dying. And then, and then it would turn into the, the two on one, you know, over time. But I I just, I just saw that in my brain. Yeah. That's, that's easily,
1: that's easily something that could happen. And I like that. Uh, man another thing that could happen too is what if we get that scene where you know all this stuff goes down Carly gets talked down instead of killing Carly John Walker kills the senator
0: sure he's got a grudge against him because of Mm -hmm. what he said in the trial exactly
1: so then I think either way I think this ends with John Walker kind of being like enemy of the state basically and, and the shield that we talked about. The shield <laughs> ends up with Sam. 100%. Sam Wilson easily.
0: So you but in your th- world, you're saying it was almost televised and obvious now that Sam yeah. Wilson is going to be respected and honored as Captain America. Maybe even with a scene at the end. Do you yeah, think 100%. of acknowledging his hundred um, percent easily commitment towards the United States, uh, whatever you want to call it.
1: Maybe a new senator comes in after the death oh, of the old what the one
0: center would be and they're like yo Val? <laughs> thank you. oh whew. yeah that'd be interesting that would be interesting sharon i don't know <laughs> um yeah i am I'm, I'm of a s- similar vein uh the shield is going to be obviously in sam's hands we know this unless he dies which is you know anything's possible mm-hmm. but uh, i think that's going to end up there i think johns is going to end up destroyed
1: ah i don't know <clears throat> I don't know.
0: That's interesting. You think he'll keep it around? Yeah, because he did put those medals. He like le- the the gold from his medals like in the shield, like keeping it together, kind of. I don't know if it'll be completely destroyed, like, but I think he's got to get a better shield.
1: I think what's like, interesting—he's gonna
0: move forward. I think Val's gonna have to hook him up.
1: Maybe she already did
0: though. That's possible. Now, if he gets a new—that's what I'm saying. I guess if he has his dopey shield from the from the shed, and that's like something we don't know like if it's made out of something crazy yeah okay all bets are off yeah i mean it took thanos to to finally destroy uh captain america's and his was you know was made up of something that was not earthly like Mm -hmm. the vibranium could only be cut by something that was made of something stronger and that was not an earthly metal so yeah um if it's something super super strong i I would i don't want to see it broken and I think uh, he'll he'll keep it and move forward in his future character.
1: Because I think that the taking the medal from the Medal of Honor and putting it on the shield is symbolic yeah. of like, this is here to stay. Right. Because this is part of who he it's is. It's not made of paper mache Right. Um, <laughs> we could get it, all, ooh, that'd be a dope scene. Oh my gosh. Paper-mâché? No. Oh. <laughs> if they simultaneously throw the shields
0: at each other and they're just like, dink! Like, that'd that'd that, cool. oh, that'd be neat. Um, Batrock. does he die here finally <laughs> I think so I don't see I don't uh, think so oh, man maybe I think he's taken an, again to prison I think he's go- so in this fight let's let's lay off that for just a moment because we're gonna get mm. to another character that I think could end up in here um, but yeah Batrock I think I think he's going to be an. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where he belongs in all this, you know? But I, I think I think at the end of the day, he's going to end up in prison and he will still, he'll stay in the universe. He's always there to be used as an assassin if they need it. I like that. And yeah, he's like an on-call like n- neonatologist or something, except he kills people. Right. So. I
1: I think that's good. Maybe he ends up in the raft with <laughs> I was going
0: to say, it's very possible because he doesn't, again, he's like, yes, he kills people and he's an assassin, but he's not like, this is awful person (laughs) our standards are kind of (laughs) low. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Next. This one will be simple. Val, um, Elaine, as I wrote down, Elaine Bennis, where does she end up after all this? I think hopefully not dancing. (laughs) I I, we've heard, have you heard that she might be appearing in black widow? That's like, and she was supposed to, and that's why like it was supposed to almost be a bigger deal when she showed up in this show. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I, I've heard it, and I don't know where I heard it, so it could be completely false, and I'm wasting your time. No, I mean, I, <laughs> no, I like that. But it kind of makes sense because Black she's Widow like, was supposed again, to be out in long. the gray area, and Black Widow's very much in the gray area for most of her career. Hundred percent, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think, I think Val is going to be the connective tissue between, um, Cap the old Captain America John Walker now U.S. agent or turned U.S. agent and Ross so I think so I think, I think here's what I think will happen genuinely is I think he's going to be taken off in handcuffs at the end of the fight and then he's going to go to prison but somebody's going to say hey take him to this prison instead mm-hmm. and so she'll have a hand in getting him to where he needs to be for Ross to be able to access him so that's my guess Yeah, I like that a lot actually yeah okay rocking with it yeah cool 100% because we've reached the guy so we were talking earlier Mm -hmm. not that long ago about the fight and how it could sequence out um, with Sam and Bucky fending off uh, Batroc in the mission of rescuing people from the GRC and dealing with Carly that's that's one thing entirely and if they can win that battle, then as we said, if it plays out how we are talking where Carly is subdued and they don't kill her and um, Batrock uh, again is like just not doing anything you know at the time he gets separated from this fight is, is how mm-hmm. I would put it if I was choreographing choreographing jeez and at that point what I said is John Walker would come in kill Carly Mm-hmm. And then Bucky would go after John, which leaves Sam to take care of Carly for the moment. And then Batrock would come in finding uh, uh, basically being on John's side and mm-hmm. taking on Bucky. And I think Torres could swoop in to take Batrock away from um, Bucky and from Sam. I don't know which one he would attack. He may go after Sam when he's vulnerable and Torres come in to save the day as the Falcon. I can just see him swooping in. I like that. And too. kicking away yeah. um, or tackling with the wings um bats rock, So Torres is interesting because I think he is going to be set up as the Falcon. Um
1: like the new Falcon. Yeah. The interesting thing is the new Falcon in the comic was kind of given power by basically like another power broker mm-hmm. and he's kind of like once again, kind of like gray area type dude. So maybe we get Torres and like really cool scene or whatever, but maybe we also get like Torres heel turn like <laughs> at the Ooh. end of the show. Like that could be, that could be interesting. uh but I I don't I don't know we haven't the thing with his character is like we've seen just a little bit here and there yeah so it'll be interesting to see if they actually go that route
0: I think he'll be involved in the the show but I don't think it's a guarantee he just pops out as Falcon yeah I, I don't think so this is my like hopeful ideal scene that yeah. I'm like building um, along with your help because you actually kind of led me to where I wanted to be but I couldn't find <laughs> how to start it yeah but I think it, it'd be a great idea if Sam is is vulnerable helping Carly, and Batroc goes over there and tries to kill him, or he comes in as a third party with, you know, U.S. agent John Walker and and Bucky somewhere in there, and here comes Falcon, you know, mm. with the new suit, and he gives you know says something catchphrazy yeah. to Sam or something, uh on your right I don't know on your like, left <laughs> well oh that's an interesting thing too could you could say that. Your left wait what did
1: you see that in the uh, episode 5 did you notice that I didn't notice it until the second watch that he
0: was on his left or something What? what, what when are you Sam's
1: about? doing the workout montage the camera actually pans in a way in which Sam is on the right of or no he would be he's on the right side of the uh, road that he's running on mm-hmm. which would put him on the left of someone else right mm-hmm. so
0: like it put
1: like if, if oh okay he's, I got you yeah yeah. Yeah, wouldn't so he
0: would be the dominant. It's it's almost a subliminal way of saying now he's Captain America. Right. He needs somebody to be on his... Left. Right or left? On his right. Well, it, oh, it wait, wouldn't matter left, because he's yeah. been both on the left and the right. <laughs> that was the initial joke. Yeah. That Captain America was running past him on the left. But what if we get... came in on his left.
1: Cool scene at the end where it's like him and Taurus. Yeah. Like, Bucky's kind of doing his own thing now and...
0: Yeah, I think Bucky's going to be rejuvenated yeah. and ready to kick some butt.
1: Also, I think maybe he uh, slides in old girls DMs and they kind of have their be. date, like a, 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 another date, like maybe like another he, chance. Like
0: He talks to uh, Nagaji- Nakajima and then yeah. after that he's like, all right, go on a date. And then he's like, oh, crap, the fight. <laughs> uh, <know>? <laughs> like, I got to go help these people. Yeah. I'm excited for that, man. All right, so I think we got a pretty good final, not even final. I don't you think know, it's going to be the final scene, but mid-level battle.
1: There were some Winter Soldier comics that I've kind of read and gone over. One mm-hmm. thing I'd love to see, actually, is like him on a bike. Have we seen him on a bike before? No, we saw
0: Cap on a bike, but that's it.
1: He flipped one in like Civil War, in the chase scene, that's right. And
0: then he landed on it, didn't he?
1: Yeah. So that, yeah, ego. maybe we've already had that. It would be kind cool of cool if they did chase. something with like him on a bike because that's like a kind of like a predominant thing and like some of his yeah, he could,
0: we could rock one of those. Yeah, he's really really fast though. So right. so is Steve, and he had a bike. Um, although to be fair, bu- uh, Steve didn't have a bike once he came back, so he only had it back true. in the day. True, true, true. Maybe it's just a little outdated. I don't know. Um, flag smashers. So with Carly, in most of our. Previews dying. Where does that leave the the flag smashers moving forward? Do you think they're a more accepted group? Uh, do Do you think their mission gets done to where they're more accepted as uh, not refugees, but people that should be placed back into society? Do you think that their cause was for not because Carly does die? Like where are they sitting at the end of this?
1: I think that their cause is repre- like respected in their cause is like brought to the forefront of conversation because I think that people in place in power are going to realize they were wrong and that if they would have just not done what they had done in the past, then we wouldn't even be in this situation to begin with. So I think that's a thing, but I don't think the flag smashers like, I think that it's just a complete disband type situation like now that carly's gone there's no central focus their idea will be heard uh it's just the thing is they're still probably going to be looked at as a terrorist organization because of their actions in the episode so
0: yeah somewhat rightfully so because they got pretty violent towards the middle of the season there exactly and i think this is going to be like any other uh radical organization it will disband in a way and then it will rise up again in a different form. Mm -hmm. So in the future we may see the flag smashers uh, being in uh, like the insinuation of them being the start of something else. Uh, Kind of like a
1: crossbones, his character Mm -hmm. that could be interesting.
0: Yeah. I think uh, there's no reason for it to continue uh, other than just the idea of I like what they brought to the table with um, this. Why can't I have a place in this world that I live in? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's a that's a story that can, uh, you know, anybody can can feel close to. Mm-hmm. So I, I like uh, moving forward. There's still going to be that sentiment, but the flag smashers themselves themselves I do not see. Uh, Cap. So we covered Captain America. You think uh, Sam will be? Widely accepted. Uh, I, I see that too because I do think that there's going to be, there's been a lot of like black pain, mm-hmm. is a term where it's like when you watch something about uh, race and it's just straight painful. Yeah. It doesn't actually have a happy ending. Like yeah. sometimes it's, you're left at, almost as like a white person, you should finish that. But for young black audiences, like when uh, Jordan Peele made Get Out. Mm. The reason he changed the ending to a positive one was because he said at that time we needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we will get that positive ending. I agree with you. Sam will be accepted. We may get a scene in that, or maybe alluded to that he is accepted as Captain America. As far as just the government goes in general, since I'm the one with the Ross play, <laughs> I think there's a lot of shady stuff still being happen or still happening, of course and uh yeah i i just think in the mcu the american government is always five steps ahead of even the best or worst superhero yeah. so i uh, i think moving forward we still have hydra infiltrating the government we still have everything we've ever had and it's it's as bad as it's ever been if not worse because of the blip
1: yeah i think so to add to like what you said, I think that it's kind of needed for there to be a positive ending with uh, with uh, Sam and and the Shield and being Captain America. Because another thing that people should kind of look at is Elijah Bradley's still around, right? And what is he like? We know that he has a role in Marvel Comics. And how does that role get f- like fueled? Because every moment we've seen him, he's either just like the only si- the only times we've seen him actually have just been in the house or playing basketball out in the street, and that seems to be like a theme, right, with uh, his grandfather. So it's with Sam becoming Cap. And being recognized as Captain, and maybe having that, like you said, like a, having a scene where he's presented in front of America as Captain America. Then maybe we get a scene also where, like Elijah, sees it on TV, yeah, and he's inspired because he looks and he's like, that gives me hope in what I want to do too. Yeah,
0: right. Do you remember the first scene of Black Panther?
1: Um the scene where uh kill- young Killmonger's playing young basketball. Killmonger's playing basketball. He looks, sees, up, and looks up and sees the, sees the yeah. right. So he always knows that there's yeah. a Wakanda there's out there. There's something out there.
0: Right. And uh yeah, I like that cuz I was going to lead into Isaiah Bradley and Eli. And yeah, I think we're going to get one more scene with Isaiah and Sam. I think he's going to go back to him one more time and well, I hope so talk to him about the decision he's made uh, I think it'll be before the action it's possible after mm-hmm. um, because I think I don't think Isaiah going to hide forever I think Sam is going to do what he can and maybe he will stay in the shadows but I think Sam is going to take it upon himself to make sure Isaiah's story is not forgotten not erased um, and so I think he's actually like not directly, indirectly going to be a big part moving forward of Sam's legacy because I think Sam once f- he finds himself accepted by the United States is going to r- remember Isaiah even if it's not in the present day mm-hmm. if it's hey I would never have been able to do what I'm doing without this man who sacrificed so much so I really think he's going to go try to get isaiah's blessing uh to be captain america and maybe not even to say good for you but say hey i'm doing this i know what you said but this is my decision and i love the idea of eli watching the tv and isaiah disagreeing with falcon but saying i can respect what you're doing as a man Mm -hmm. and then in that final scene you, you see him smile yeah and and in that one moment, maybe a small tier telling you, man, I wish I could have done that. You know, yeah. I, I wish I could have inspired so many kids and now I'm glad that's happening. But so, it's also like that scene of like, he walked so he could run. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Right. I think, I think that's just a major storyline moving forward is, is Sam's becoming accepted by the United States and elevating Isaiah from the shadows to, this is a man we can all love and respect, even if he's not in the public eye in the present day.
1: What well, would be really interesting too, if going forward, because we've already seen these, and like, I've, like I said before, like I don't know if this will be like a season two, season three type situation with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but like if it is, uh, what will be really interesting is, we've always seen those uh, scenes of monuments in Captain America films. It's a very prominent thing of like, Going into a museum, right? Yeah. Steve Rogers has his own place. So it'll be interesting if they bring in an Isaiah section at some point because That'd of be Sam Wilson. That'd be a fun Wilson. way to end an
0: episode, too. Yeah, uh,
1: uh, of Sam Wilson becoming the, the Captain America. But what's interesting, too, is the show's, the show's title is still The Falcon and Winter Soldier, so it'll be interesting if he just doesn't take that mantle, if he doesn't become Captain America. And he just says, I'm Falcon, yeah. and you can do with that what you want probably, but, i mean like,
0: we'll probably know early with with that suit yeah if the suit's not a captain america style suit we can just forget that you know? right right or he could go by the name and just keep the suit or keep the same like style thing mm-hmm. that he has going on but yeah I, I like that point like he may just you know kind of shoot from the hip and say hey i'm i'm me yeah you know i'm gonna be me and and what's interesting is that this show really hasn't pointed towards, you know, like the first black Captain America. That doesn't seem to be what Isaiah is in the MCU. He seems to be the first black super soldier. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he was ever truly, well, obviously he wasn't truly Captain America because nobody knew he existed really. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he fulfilled a role that Steve played in the military. Yeah. And then S- Steve went on ice and never knew about him. Yeah. Um, Which is another interesting thing that wouldn't mind bringing up, because when Steve comes back to 2009, I think it was, um, he had no clue about Isaiah, because he was under ice all the time. Mm -hmm. But then when he time traveled Mm -hmm. back, it's possible that he ran into him as he grew old, and and obviously this is a different universe, um, Isaiah, but when he made his decision uh, of Sam being Captain America, I wonder if that had any weight. Uh, sure, it did. Toward it, you know, I'm and, sure and I don't did. know if he ever met Isaiah. That, that's totally speculation, but in our, in our world, <laughs> that's what we do is speculate. So, mm-hmm. my my only thing to
1: that is Steve's wisdom. Is probably going to prevent him from doing a lot of things. Like a lot of people want to see like a movie of where he returns the stones to the past and like what he does. Uh, I can't really see that, man. I As much as I want to, I, I want I want there to be some kind of story where he's like working covertly because that's a theme in Marvel. That's always been a thing in Marvel people going to the past and living in the past or going to the future and all these other things and like how it affects what they see or, or, or what happens when they go back to the present day or what happens, you know, if they go to the future from the past and things like that and how their interactions change the outcome. And I don't know. It's so interesting. It's, it's, The most speculated thing, I think, in Marvel right now, still, is what happened with Steve because of now everything that we know that happened after Steve. Well, not even everything, just a little, small
0: amount of time. So, uh, man, that's interesting. It feels like to me that Chris wouldn't want to come back and do a TV series, so it would probably be a movie thing. Mm -hmm. and. I I could see a possibility of Isaiah and Steve having a story that to be told um, or or Captain America Steve Rogers story with a big part of it having Isaiah in it again in an alternate timeline um, where he's more treated as another Captain America Mm -hmm. because he doesn't age, right? You know, I mean he does age but very slowly. So, yeah, Cap could have kept that role for 30, 40 years and they could have had two two different ones. Um, so yeah, I, I would be interested in seeing that. I don't need it. Um, I don't think we need the story of Isaiah. I think we can move forward with the possibility of Eli representing the next generation and with Sam taking over the mantle. We we think um uh, again, it, I don't think I, I really don't think we need this story of Isaiah being tortured and s- experimented on. Like mm-hmm. I don't personally want to see that no. much. <laughs> like if anything, if, if it's hinted at in the future, that's fine, and you see a flashback. But we don't we don't need to see Mm-mm. that guy going through that. No. Uh, but I'd love to see the alternate universe where we start to get into the multiverse here, where he is the first Black Captain America, but. Again, right in front of us we have Sam Wilson, which is the first black Captain America in the MCU. So mm-hmm. let's enjoy it while we have it. Um and in totality, what's uh what's Captain America without his family? Mm-hmm. So uh the thing that they addressed as much as anything in the last episode was Falcon's home, his family, his community, and Sam Wilson, better start calling him that in case he isn't uh Falcon anymore. And we saw that, you know, Sarah had been, not been denied the bank loans and they're trying to fix the boat. They finally got the boat fixed. So how does Sarah and the nephews uh, and that community and the future of economic, um, you know, life in the MCU, how do you feel that is going forward? Do you think it improves? And do you, do you see there anything in that family, maybe super or... Do you think they'll reference them again, or is this kind of a, the end of the day for them?
1: I think it improves. Um, I think that the community grows uh, and becomes more helpful with each other. Uh, it's interesting. I, I think maybe we get a scene where like the bank approaches Sam now because they're like, oh, he's Captain America, and, and we'll do anything we can to help Captain America, and it'll be probably like, well where were you however many months ago maybe he goes to a different bank now <laughs> Where's Pepper pots
0: that's my question right
1: so uh i think we maybe get like a a cool little like party scene maybe at the very 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 end of the show oh, that'd be cool you know like why not mardi gras maybe <laughs> i mean maybe oh, yeah but
0: like He's on a float. Something, something cool. How <laughs> oh, that be? <laughs> right. Your new Captain America. Oh my gosh! He's just like dancing. He's got like some Hennessy. Like a bunch of jazz bands around him.
1: Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of. That'd be hilarious. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think the community grows and thrives. I think it gets better for them. Uh, but I think they kind of still take that odd role of like kind of being on the side or whatever but like it's still Sam's family so like he they're they're gonna have a place it's just gonna be like a a side piece to what he's bringing to the table and it's gonna actually just kind of build upon what his character is so and I think their intent with the family is to just show Sam Wilson as a human show him as like good man good family
0: man All these other things. So, all right. So, the last thing I want to do here is dead or alive? Dead or alive? That's my simple question. This is your final bet, guess, whatever you want to call it. Uh, There's no, I'm not sure. We're just going to go with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bucky Barnes, dead or alive at the end of this series? Alive. I say alive. Sam Wilson. I really think about that. Yeah, thing. you thought about that for a while. <laughs> I was a little bit surprised. I, I wouldn't be in utter shock if, if Bucky dies, just because, again, we talked about it. I'm not sure about the storyline ahead, but um, Sam Wilson. Alive. Alive. Easily. Sharon Carter. Dead. I'm going to go dead as well. Uh, the Power Broker. Alive. Alive. John Walker. Alive. Alive. Carly. Dead. 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 Batrock. Dead. Alive. We had to disagree on one thing. We had to disagree on one thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to to see. Um, The shield that Sam has. Mm. The reason I'm hesitant on this one is he's talked, and so has Carly talked, about how that needs to be destroyed for them to move forward. Yeah. So but. for that
1: I would actually go with destroyed maybe. Maybe I'll say alive. maybe the Wakandan's actually slide him a little. Okay. Piece, yeah. Know? Yeah.
0: All right. If if there's a new shield I'll still I'll still give it to you. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go alive. And then John Walker's shield, uh you you think alive? Right? Alive, alive. Yeah, I yeah. say alive yeah. as well. Um I think I think there could be some again. If that's the real whatever strong shield he has, I'm going alive. If there's a papier-mâché version then <laughs> Blah, blah. Um, so we've we've reached the end here. All that's left is to watch the dang thing. Oh,
1: <laughs> man. I'm so excited, man. It can't, it can't be here quick enough.
0: Um, if you've been listening to us, thank you so much. If you could leave us a review on iTunes, it helps us a lot. Uh, give us a like on Facebook at the Marvel Guys Podcast and let us know your thoughts on this thing because we don't like just talking to each other. We want to hear oh, yeah. from you all. And your support means everything. We, we've got some lovely comments um, on our, uh, or actually reviews on our podcast so far. And it just, it means the world to us. So we, we I can't stop talking about it. I'm telling all my friends, like, hey,
1: yeah, look is, who, look what they said about us. So this is a, so much fun, man. So much fun. And it's, it's awesome. It's a blessing. It, it's, it really is. It's a blessing. It's, oh, real quick, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Eddie from Detroit, who's a listener, who's, uh, messaged us with some really cool uh, YouTube videos and just really different ideas with uh, you know characters from the Marvel Universe and um, so for Eddie uh, you might actually find some some intrigue in the, the comic series and once again you know there's I have mapped out how the ending of that series will go I'm really excited to present it for you guys it's basically like a fantasy booking of you know the the Marvel Knights and the Fantastic Four. Uh, we haven't really got too much into the Fantastic Four with that series, but going forward they are the most important
0: thing. You better believe it's gonna be a big topic.
1: Oh yeah oh yeah so uh, and I, man, I'm just so excited to and,
0: yeah a big thank you yeah. to Caitlin. Uh, who asked um, about exploring the multiverse opportunities? We will address that in our future question and answer episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, John Steele, do you think we'll ever get a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie? So we're going to get to those questions very soon. We really appreciate them because that allows us to know exactly what you guys want to hear. Yeah, and I mean, and, if, uh, if, we're just super excited to to answer everything you guys have. And it's not that we're all knowing, but Man, if, if we know what you guys want to hear, we'll talk about it all day long because we love day. it all. Yeah, we love it all.
1: And, so. and if you've made it this far, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll have a and a question, question answer kind of video uh, pod. Yeah, well, later. we're going to
0: have a little gap between this and Loki. So Yeah,
1: so just fire away, you know, yes. join the join up on the Facebook page and ask any kind of questions you
0: got and we will gladly answer them. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, if you've made it this far, you are a one, a legend. Tell me, uh, I don't know, write a uh, I love zebras on on the podcast, you know, comments, and maybe I'll send you something. And we'll see. Um, thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the finale. We will talk to you guys late Monday or late Friday morning. Excuse me. So, look around noon. You should see the episode uh, uploaded on iTunes and everything under the sun. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Peace.